Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to The Kajord Show. Um, I want to say happy Friday to all of my listeners, and I hope everybody's doing well and has a beautiful, safe, healthy weekend. Um, I want to say thank you guys for your feedback on last week's episode. Um, I really loved the flow of it. Um, listening to it back, I think it's actually like my favorite solo episode I've done. Um, I kind of liked the different hot topics and just kind of giving my opinion on certain things. So I thought it would be a cute idea to do it again this week. Um, so yeah, the first thing I wanted to talk about was the Fire Island movie. (laughs) Um, I initially when it was like, um, I don't know when the concept came about and it was kind of like released, I was very intrigued, like, um, most gays, (laughs) um, just mainly because I was curious to see how it was going to come into fruition. Um, when I heard that Joel Kim Booster and Bowen Yang were going to be a part of it, I was very, very intrigued because I've been a fan of theirs for years. I mean, I feel like I've been following Joel on Twitter for like maybe four or five years now. And I've been a really big fan of Bowen on SNL. He's literally one of my favorite cast members. He's so funny. He's so articulate. And I don't know. I was really excited to see, you know, what these two um, gay, Asian, hilarious, smart actors, writers were going to come up with. And um, I watched the movie and I, it was definitely like, I expected a lot of what it was. Um, I feel like I definitely related to Bowen's character, Howie, the most, I would say. Um, He was kind of like, I don't know, he he was like very similar to me, I, I say. I feel like he wasn't like too crazy. He wasn't like too like wild or anything like that. He was kind of like, I feel like his character kind of reminded me of Selena Gomez's character, Faith in Spring Breakers, um, kind of in the sense of like, she was kind of like the innocent one, but, you know, she wasn't like a loser, you know, but she definitely wasn't as insane as the other girls. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I related to his character the most. And I feel like overall, the movie, I would give it probably like like a seven and a half out of 10. Um, I really loved the casting. Um, I think it was really, really awesome that there were so many um, Asian ca- um, cast members in it. Like I said, I had Joel Kim Booster, Bowen, they were the two leads. Um, I had Margaret Cho, who I fucking love. She's so funny. I've also been a, a fan of hers for a very long time, like since, I don't know, I feel like since I was, like, a kid, I feel like. She's been around forever, so she was... Her character was very funny. Um, and also, Conrad Rickmora, um, his character, Will, I didn't really like in the beginning because he was, like, a stick in the mud. He seemed really pretentious. He seemed like his shit didn't stink, basically. But obviously, towards the end of the movie... 
he was an onion who just needed to like peel back his layers and um yeah i feel like towards the end of the movie i i liked his character a little bit more but um i've been a fan of his as well because he was on how to get away with murder and um even though i never like finished watching that show <laughs> looking back i like forgot i never finished watching it. i think i only watched like the first two seasons and yeah i i don't know i feel like i try to avoid hearing spoilers throughout the years but i feel like the show's been over for like 10 million years now so it is what it is but um i feel like i haven't really seen him in anything else since how to get it how to get away with murder i could be completely wrong um but yeah i don't know he was in it too and um yeah, the casting was just really, really good. Um, I'm really happy. I was really happy for Howie towards the end of the movie because I feel like he got his happy ending with um, his uh, his love interest in the movie who was freakishly, like, he looked very much like a Disney prince. Like, I feel like he looked like um what was the guy's name from the little mermaid eric or something i feel like he looked like eric from the little mermaid like his eyes were like a little too piercing blue like it was a, like a little weird but um they were cute or whatever and yeah i don't know i think obviously there were some like stereotypes in the movie but you know i think it wasn't really a lie just because i feel like there are very certain types of gay guys that do go to Fire Island and they participate in the Fire Island activities and they do the Fire Island things. And um, so I feel like it was like spot on in that aspect. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, out of all the characters, I think I, I identified with Howie's character the most. And um, I it was a pretty funny movie. I feel like I laughed genuinely about like maybe three or four times it was like an hour and 45 minutes I want to say um I think my favorite scene or maybe like the funniest scene was um when Joel was no actually no it was when Howie first met um his love interest in the movie and he like fell down like stairs or something like he's clumsy and the guy like helped him up he's like oh my god are you okay and no he was like um wow you have some like pretty strong bones or something like that and then bowen's uh how was just like um thanks it's just my knees and he was just like so awkward <laughs> i feel like that was very much a lizzie mcguire moment which i related to on a spiritual level because that is very much how I am in real life. Like, I don't know, I just feel like sometimes I'll just say things <laughs> like a certain situation and like, it's like a little awkward sometimes, but um, I don't know, as I've gotten older, I've learned to embrace my awkwardness because I feel like it's cute, it's quirky. We all have awkward moments um and the people that pretend that they don't um they're the ones that have the most <laughs> because um 
I don't know, life can be like awkward sometimes, but I feel like it's important to embrace those funny moments. And yeah, it was it was a cute movie. If you guys haven't checked it out yet, it's available on Hulu. And um yeah, go check it out. It's it's cute. It's not too bad. Um the second topic I wanted to talk about is the Real Housewives of Dubai. For those who don't know, I am a ginormous Real Housewives fanatic, um, but only certain, like, ones. Like, I love, um, in no particular order, like, these are my favorite franchises, um, New Jersey, Potomac, Beverly Hills, um, Atlanta, and what's the other one I really love? Oh my god, I'm, like, blinking out. Wait, Jersey... Potomac, Atlanta, Beverly Hills. Um, I guess maybe New York. New York, I wasn't even like, I don't know. I've only watched New York, I feel like once Bethany left the show. But um, whatever. Real Housewives of Dubai du- uh, debuted like last week. And it was so good. Like the the girl, the women are so extra and like so beyond it's very very entertaining i feel like ion is the breakout star oh salt lake city i forgot to mention that was the other franchise i loved so um i'll kick out new york replace with salt lake city so jersey atlanta salt lake city potomac and beverly hills those are my favorite uh franchises um but yeah, Ion is definitely the breakout star. She, her very first, like, her, op- basically her monologue was when her first confessional, she spoke in four different languages. And she was just like, it all meant I'm a badass bitch or like, I'm the baddest bitch. Like, don't come for me or something like that. <laughs> She's She's just so extra. She's beautiful. She's, um, I believe she's from Kenya and she's lived in Dubai for like over 10 years and, uh, she's married. (laughs) She has a a son. He's like a teenager. And she was the first black supermodel ever in Dubai. And when you see her, like you will it makes sense. Like, she looks like a freaking supermodel. Um, she's so funny. She's so entertaining. She's very shady. And, um, yeah. Also, there's another cast member on the show. I think her name is, uh, I forget her name. I think it's Sarah or, I don't know. There's another girl, but she looks just like Megan the Stallion in the face. It's kind of shocking. And, I, like, tweeted about them. Like, am I the only one that thinks um, so-and-so looks like Megan Thee Stallion? And, like, a couple people were, like, agreed with me. It's kind of funny. But only in the face. Like, body-wise, like, she... They don't really have similar body structures. But, like, in the face, they look very similar. And it's very funny. (laughs) I think it's so interesting when people have, like, doppelgangers in their life. Like, it's kind of wild. Um... I don't know. That reminds me, like, one time my roommate, she sent me a photo. She was at um, some train station and she saw, like, a guy sitting down on a bench. um, And she was about to, like, come up to him because she thought it was me. 
But when she realized it wasn't me, she got like kind of spooked and she sent me a picture of him. And I looked at him like, oh my God, that looks just like me, except I wouldn't be wearing like that outfit. But otherwise it looks just like me. Like it was really, really, really crazy. Um, doppelgangers are very interesting to me. But um, yeah, so also um, Ion, she was on Watch What Happens Live on uh, Wednesday night after the show um, because Beverly Hills comes on at 8, um, Dubai comes on at 9, and then Watch What Happens Live. And um, this was like her clubhouse debut and she came all the way from Dubai. <laughs> and I feel like she did a really good job. Like she was really funny. She was entertaining. She was charming. Um, she's definitely like the breakout star of um, Dubai, I feel like. I feel like star quality, like you either got it or you don't. And Ion has got it, honey. So y'all should go check out The Real Housewives of Dubai if you haven't already done so. Um, you won't regret it. Also, um, I want to talk about Demi Lovato's new album. It's called Holy Fuck, but the U in fuck is an X. I guess they wanted to be like, they wanted to get away with it basically. Like, <laughs> I guess, I guess your album, like, t title can't have a, a curse word in it. But um, it's basically like, to me, it's supposed to be like the 2022 version of Here We Go Again. And Here We Go Again is one of my favorite albums of all time. It is definitely in like my top five list. Um, that album I listened to over and over and over again when I was like a teenager. And there's only like a handful of albums that I can listen to from start to end. Um, like it's like a movie and I don't get tired of it. Like. Another album like that is uh, 1989, Taylor Swift, um, Emotion, Carly Rae Jepsen, um, Bangers, Miley. Um, I don't know, there's just certain albums that I can listen to from start to finish. Um, also, Breathe In, Breathe Out by Hilary Duff. Um, what's the Britney album? Um, Glory by Britney. Um, a lot of those albums, I, cause I, I miss driving. I used to drive obviously when I lived in, uh, before I moved to New York, when I lived in Maryland and I had like, I could play CDs in my car and I would always listen to Breathe In, Breathe Out, Glory, Emotion. And I don't know, I would always like drive down to uh, my school and um, listen to these albums. And I don't know, there's, they just make me, kind of happy and they're nostalgic and here we go again it's one of those albums but um I thought it was I thought it was interesting that they wanted to come back with this like pop punk rock sound um that they initially started their career with um and also let me just break this down I grew up loving Demi Lovato they were one of the Disney girlies that I, you know, Miley, Selena, Demi, these girls, like, they raised me. Like, I love their music, their shows, their movies so much when I was younger. Um, they just inspired me. They empowered me. 
Um, they were in a position that I really wanted to be in. Um, and so I just really admired these girls and um, I always support them and, you know, always root for them. But obviously Demi through the years has made some questionable decisions, um, has said a lot of questionable things and is just a little bit sloppy. So I'm really not that huge of a Demi Lovato fan today. Um, of course, I still love Miley and Selena. and I kind of like replaced Demi with like Ariana Grande in my head. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I will always love like, you know, Camp Rock, Sign With A Chance and like all their old music and stuff like that. But in terms of them as an artist now and like who they are, who they stand for, I don't really fuck with them like that but when I heard that this album was supposed to be you know their return to like pop punk I got my ears kind of like you know how like a dog when they get excited like their ears like flare up my ears flared up I was just like "Ooh, this could be kind of interesting I because I don't know I feel like it's kind of camp like their first song um off the album it's called um what's it called skin of my teeth and it just came out last night and i listened to it and it very much gave me here we go again like but the tw uh, 2022 version and i didn't hate it i actually really really enjoyed it um i don't know it's just really interesting also fun fact i saw them in concert the summer before my senior year in high school with my childhood best friend, Anna. Uh, shout out to Anna. Um, and like I said, I was a very big Demi Lovato fan. So you know how people like when they go to concerts, they'll get like a poster or something and they'll write on it and they'll hold it up in the air like total fangirl. Like in the 2000s, I totally did that. And <laughs> I really hope I have a photo saved on my phone because when I went home for Christmas this past year, I saw it in my bedroom and I read it and it almost made me cry because I'm just like, oh my God, like this is so cute and innocent. Like I basically wrote like, your music inspires me. Um, I'm such a huge fan of yours. Um, you know, you just make me so happy. Like all these cute things and I don't know if they even saw it in the audience like we had like nosebleed seats <laughs> but it was definitely the most exciting thing to happen to me before my senior year in high school <laughs> and um I don't know it was just really cute and um I don't know I am happy that like Demi survived um you know their drug um overdose and I'm happy that they're alive and well but um I don't know I I'm definitely interested to see what the album is going to be like and um I pre or I like saved it on Apple Music and there's 16 songs so that's a pretty lengthy album so I'm interested to see what they come up with and yeah I also kind of like a detour off of like pop culture stuff. I just wanted to remind you guys that it is so important 
to and not in like a preacher way or whatever just like because this happened to me like I recently started a new, a new job and um <clears throat> oh my voice <laughs> I don't know what just happened <laughs> But um, I recently started a new job and the hours a little bit longer. I really like it. But like I said, the hours a little bit longer. And um, I don't know. I don't really. I feel like it's been. And because I feel like anytime you start a new job, like it's an adjustment. You want to, you know, get as, get as acquainted as you possibly can and get comfortable. And you want to learn everything. And um in doing that, I kind of forgot to crave time for myself or carve out time for myself, rather. And I just want to, you know, put a little PSA out there that it's 100% okay to, like, turn off your phone sometimes. Because, especially to, in today's day and age, we're all, we're on our phone 24-7. Like, it's all-consuming, social media texting and all that shit it's like I love social media and stuff like that but it definitely can be a little bit all-consuming and exhausting at times and I just feel like I feel like sometimes we forget that we have the option to literally turn off our phone and even if you don't want to turn off your phone completely you can just put on turn off notifications and just that, I feel like it does wonders for your mental health. Because I feel like sometimes, like, if I'm feeling a little overwhelmed or I'm just feeling like I just want, like, five, like five seconds to myself, like, I'll just turn off notifications and um, leave it off for, like, a couple hours. And um, the people that were trying to reach me, I'll get back to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's really important to always check in with yourself and make sure that you're good and that you are, you know, not being, making sure that you have time to for yourself. Because if you don't have time for yourself, at least for me, I get very short and I get very, um, I have little to no patience for anything <laughs> when I really don't have enough time for myself. So um, I just wanted to throw that little nugget in there. If anybody you know, because I'm, I'm pretty sure we all feel like that at times. And I think it's like a good reminder to just always know that you do have the option to turn off your phone. <laughs> and maybe some of you already know that. But for me, I just, I needed a little reminder of that. Um, and yeah, I feel like that's pretty much it for this week's episode. I do want to cap off by saying congratulations to Britney Spears. Um, she married, um, her longtime boyfriend, Sam Asgari, I think that's how you say his last name. Um, they had, like, their wedding ceremony at her house yesterday in LA, and some of the photos are starting to come out now, and, like, um, from what I've seen so far, it's, it's, it was a really beautiful ceremony. Um, it did start off kind of insane like her first ex-husband like somehow like got past security and made his way into her house and was like live streaming on his instagram inside of her house and i'm just I, when i was watching it like i 
was flabbergasted. I was just like, what the fuck am I watching right now? Like, how is this? How did he make it inside of her house? Like, she... I love you, Brittany, but... Girl, you need to get some tighter security or something. Because that was actually insane. Like, what if he was... I didn't want to say it, but what if he had really bad intentions? Like, what if something happened, you know? So, um, that was wild. But I'm happy that, you know, she finally was able to marry Sam. They've been together for a really long time. Um, I feel like he really, really loves her. And I feel like he's done everything he can to make sure that, like, the people that were controlling her life didn't remove him from her life. And I'm just so happy that, you know, she's finally out of the conservatorship and um, hopefully you guys can't hear my stomach growling <laughs> because I can because I haven't eaten breakfast yet, but I'm going to after I record this episode. Um, just wanted to throw that in there in case you guys keep wearing here, uh, weird sounds, if not disregard what I just said. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm just so happy for her. Um, I've been a fan of Britney's since I was literally a child. My very first album ever that I ever received, my mom got it for me. And it was um, the Baby One More Time CD. And um, it was so cute. She could tell that I really loved Britney. Um, I think she thought that like I wanted Britney to be my girlfriend or something. <laughs> Instead of, um, I wanted to be Britney. <laughs> so my mom, she, she bought me the CD and I listened to it like all the time. And I don't know. I'm one of those people that I weirdly remember like everything from every point in my life. And I just remember like one morning when I was getting ready for school, like my sister had on like MTV back in the day when MTV actually played music videos um, I think it was like the morning or the day after the Oops, I Did It Again music video came out. Um, but it was my first time watching the Oops, I Did It Again music video. And I was putting on my shoes. I was looking at the TV. I was just like in awe. I'm just like, oh my God, like Britney, you know. Let me get some water, honey. Um, <laughs> I was so excited watching that music video. And then... Another funny Britney memory from my childhood was um, when Slay For You came out, I was obviously obsessed and I like learned the choreography and like, I think it's probably still like my number one Britney song today, like my favorite song. But um, in elementary school, we had to make emails in class um, and my email... <laughs> This is a really funny story. My email address was slayu22 at like AOL.com or something like that. I don't remember if it was AOL, but I remember the the keywords and it was like slayu22. And I didn't want to put slave for you because I was trying to be a little like discreet. Um, but I didn't know what slay meant. And after class, my teacher me to the side they were just like um Christopher um is there a reason why you chose this as your email address and I was just like um yeah well um I got it from the Britney Spears song Slay For You I really like that song she's like oh, okay um 
And then she laughed and she was just like, okay, I just wanted to make sure because um, I don't know if, do you know what the word slay means? And I was just like, no, I don't. Um, and she said, oh, it basically means like to kill. So I just wanted to make sure that you are like, basically like, okay. I was like, oh yes, um, I'm sorry. I didn't know that basically. And slavery like it wouldn't have fit like it, the slavery it would have been too long of an email name so that's why i put slay you 22 <laughs> but um yeah i thought that was a funny little uh britney tidbit i would throw in there but um that's it for this week you guys um thanks again for you know listening to my show and supporting it um i really really appreciate it because i I'm just having so much fun doing these episodes and um, I really want to make this show as successful as I can. Um, and yeah, thank you. I'm going to stop talking now. I'm going to go get some breakfast. Um, but until next week, um, bye. <laughs>